Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. It's race weekend. It is race weekend. Waited for so long for the Singapore Grand Prix to roll on by for the circus to come to town. And the circus is up and ready. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, uh, we were out and about the paddock last night. Uh, usually the night before. Before the weekend race, it's like media night and special invited guests get to go down and enjoy that uh, garage pit lane experience. And it was quite crowded, actually. Yeah, it was super crowded. And something about the media center is it gives you that bird's eye view into the pit lane. Yes. And therefore, you see all the fans yeah, flocking yeah. along the pit lane, grabbing pictures of the tire change uh, exercises that yeah, are going on. Yeah. And I like the Singapore Grand Prix in particular because... The track is open on the Thursday for people to walk across. And you see the track, the yeah. start-finish line, just trounce of people walking <laughs> up and down. It's a brilliant sight. And I think, it, for me, I know the atmosphere, in my opinion, was slightly muted compared to years gone by. But it's wet my appetite for what should be a fantastic weekend. I like to call that bird's-eye view the drive-to-survive view. Because <laughs> that's where the <laughs> oh, car yes. comes in for the change, right? If you watch the series, you'll understand what I mean. Um, but the drivers naturally were out and about giving press conferences. Uh, they also did some doorstop interviews and well it's kind of impossible to speak to all of them at once plus we've established that you're the bigger F1 expert so I wanted to play producer and clearly I fail in this area and I feel that there's a runner running up and down the paddock to get the bikes but thankfully for us F1 TV has us covered and we're going to hear from the various drivers as this show goes on who are we starting with Elliot? Oh let's start off with last year's winner Sergio Perez here's what he had to say about uh, you know in terms of Red Bull's chances I think we made some very good progress the last few races, so I think, uh, yeah, looking forward massively to to these coming weekends, especially this one, you know, because uh, here we know that Saturday, if it goes well, um, it can go really well, so there is nothing in the middle, you know, in Singapore, it's either really a strong result or it can be really painful. Just 20 seconds, but you can hear Checo has something to prove. I think we have to address the elephant in the room, Helmut Marco's comments about Sergio Perez and his ethnicity having a part to play in his Red Bull seat. But mm. I think Helmut has come out and apologised to the Red Bull team for making those comments as well as to Sergio Perez. I think Lewis Hamilton had something to say about that as well. But it seems like that's in the past. Sergio Perez, 250th Grand Prix mm. and what looks like fighting for a Red Bull seat next season. He's won here before, like you said. Can he do it again? It'll be very interesting. You know, I want to come back to a point that you made earlier on. It seems a bit muted, and I agree with you. But then I, it got me thinking, wait a minute. All the drivers have been discussing this new section mm. of the Marina Bay Street Circuit. So there are some changes to the race, and and it's notorious, right? This, this street circuit is notorious for being so difficult when it comes to overtaking. That might change. That hopefully will change because some of these changes are enforced because they've had to make changes due to the redevelopment of the float at Marina Bay, which has meant the removal of four 90-degree corners towards the end of the lap, which means there's a longer straight going down. And now the total number of corners has dropped from 23 to 19. That means lap times are going to be eight seconds faster. So wow. if the street race was already such a great spectacle under the lights at the speed they were going on in years gone by, it's going to get faster this year. And I think that's exciting. And to your point, that straight down the end of mm. the lap, is going to give overtaking opportunities. Although DRS may be a bit of a problem because the DRS zones in Singapore are slightly shorter, I do think 
that change in itself, which has been enforced, like I mentioned, I think it's going to make for better racing. Sub two minute lap, possible. Yeah, I don't know. We shall see. Uh, so it's talked about, like I mentioned earlier on. Uh, and here's what the uh, seven time champion, Lewis Hamilton, had to say about it. Sir Lewis Hamilton, that is. We have no idea what what's in store for us up ahead. Just trying to prepare the best we can and um, and see what that new section is going to be like as well. Uh, that that new section should bring us all a little bit closer. There's less. Less corners for Red Bull to get too far ahead. <laughs> he chuckles. <laughs> he, he knows it. He, he will take anything at this yeah, point to, yeah. to get closer to the Red Bulls. And hey, I was lucky enough to be in the paddock in 2018. Checo touched on it earlier. The race in Singapore is essentially won on the Saturday when you do so well yeah. in qualifying, right? And in 2018, Hamilton put in this mega lap. If you're listening, oh, yeah. I urge you to go onto YouTube in a while and just Google it. And that was Masterclass Lewis. So it was amazing. It's still the record, right? Or it, or it was for the longest time. It, it might be. It yeah, might be. Yeah. But perhaps with uh, the eight seconds shorter, that record <laughs> might be up for up for stake this season. Well, he's certainly looking the very much the fashion icon of the paddock. Uh, as I, I remember this one year where I saw Lewis Hamilton at the paddock just walking like, like we did yesterday. And, and he was with his uh, with one of his dogs Roscoe or maybe Are it was you... Coco we no, can't no, tell was, uh, yeah I can't tell I got a feeling it was Roscoe because they seemed to be a bit closer and he looked at me smiled and walked by with, the, with, with Roscoe I'm going to assume and it's like wow that's who, a moment who'd that's be a, a dog eh? I mean Lewis Hamilton calls Monaco home he flies Roscoe out to Singapore what a life that what is what the heck right okay okay back to this this section um, fan favourite Charles Leclerc uh, from Ferrari he's, he's saying he really likes you know What's about to happen this weekend? I just love the um, city tracks in general. So Monaco here and Baku are my three favorite tracks of the season. And here being by night, there's just something special with it. Uh, very warm too. Um, I, I really like the four corners that have been taken off. But at the same time, it might help overtaking. So if we are giving up these four corners for more overtaking, I will take it. I think he will take it because, again, another one playing catch-up to the Red Bull team. But like you say, Leclerc has won here before. He's looking desperate to try and mm. recapture some form. And it's no surprise he says he likes street tracks because <laughs> the younger drivers, they tend to like that a bit more. It's more yeah, gung-ho, yeah. the racing almost. It's, it's not closer, as, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's more, And this boy grew up in Monaco. So yeah. clearly he grew up racing in Monaco. Yeah. Why not, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's exciting. And we also saw Charles Leclerc in the uh, paddock yesterday. He looks relaxed. He's, he looks ready but for his sake I know he's excited I just hope his team his pit crew can play ball with him because we know that's been an issue for Ferrari all season long they were putting their paces yep. in yesterday though yeah you're planning for a Monday conversation on this already possibly <laughs> okay let's move on uh, to get some uh, other perspectives uh, one of them uh, in particular uh, of course is the other driver for Mercedes he talks about his chances uh, a George Russell um, and I want to get your thoughts on his perspective. Have a listen first. I think it's so close at the moment between ourselves, Ferrari and, um, and McLaren. Aston Martin are, are fluctuating in performance. Hopefully we can close the gap slightly on, on Red Bull here on the high downforce circuit. So I think it is that battle for, for P2 on the road. P2? Really? Yeah, I think that's what realistically they can aim for. I think he's referring to the constructors' standings. And if you look at the standings, Mercedes sit on 273, Ferrari on 228, and Aston Martin on 217. So hopefully... That's money. They, exactly. Mm. So I think Yui Tan alluded to it when we spoke to him. Just that yep. the higher you finish, the more money you're going to get. So it's, it's a realistic target for uh, Mercedes. And 
I, I, I feel like they are managing expectations a lot more. To answer your question, P2, is that all they should be aiming for? Maybe if they get the P1 on podium, that will help them to achieve a bit more than P2 in the constructors. You okay with the centre putting hairstyle? Not? I, I'm not sure about that. I was quite surprised, you know, because I always see him with a helmet he's on. He's slick, right? Usually, now he's got this centre putting thing We shall on. see. Maybe he's growing out a little. Maybe the Singapore Heat will get to him and he'll chop it all off. Okay, that I pay money to see that. Uh, Alright, from one Englishman to another, Lando Norris, uh, quite the favourite over at McLaren, feeling quite confident of this weekend. We were a little bit better in Monza than maybe we were expecting, uh, especially on the race side of things, which is a, a good step. Uh, but this definitely suits us more than we did in Monza and kind of falls back in line with uh, probably one of our better tracks that we've been to lately. So I want to have some hopes and say we can have a good, strong result, um, be best of the race and things like that. Street circuits normally is very close. You know, whether it was maybe not so much Baku, but Monaco is always extremely close from Q1 to Q3. So um, I don't think I can ever be confident in saying anything at the minute, but uh, it'll be one of our better tracks and I'm confident we can have a good result no matter what. Elit, I'm going to make a bet with you. Ah, yes. Where do you think Lando Norris will finish this Sunday? I say ninth. you know why? Why? I cannot give away my clue, but no, he's finished ninth at Azerbaijan, which is a street race, at Monaco, which is a street race as well. So I'm guessing in the Singapore street circuit, he's going to finish ninth as well. Okay. 999, don't call police. If if ninth slot is taken up, I wonder where this next guy is going after. uh, And and this was a moment that really took me by surprise because you called out to him as we were walking down the the, the paddock. Uh, Yuki, uh, um, who... he, he's, he's, he, he looks like a child. If you he's fine size. He's, he's really fine small, size. right? Uh, yeah, hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. It's so sweet, this guy. Uh, but he's aiming for top 10. Um, and who knows, we might see aggressive Yuki out. I think uh, all the, all the um, I'll say, details are there. I think we're bringing a couple of upgrades, which we're expecting quite good. And last two races, we've been always fighting close to the point. So... Um, yeah, I just need a bit of more performance to able to fight consistently in top 10. So I think if we if this uh, up, upgrade works, I think I don't have much uh, question marks that we cannot fight in the out in top 10. So Yuki Sonata. Night, night and day, right? The way when we see him yeah. along the paddock and then when he gets the helmet on and then it's yeah. game mode almost. Uh, I guess I guess it's, he's got reasons to be optimistic if they're bringing along an upgrade package, but... As I've seen in the past, upgrade packages are not... It's not like a phone edition where you just mm. plug in and it's all automatic, right? We're going to see what they can do in practice and then in qualifying. And then hopefully, Yuki's such a nice guy that I hope he has a good weekend. Well, um, Yuki's hoping for a good weekend. So is a guy we talked about earlier on, Charles Leclerc. What about his teammate, uh, Carlos Sainz, who did pretty well at the Italian Grand Prix. I believe he finished, what, third or fourth? P3. P3. Hoping to bring that form into Singapore. Confidence for everyone, but at the same time, I think we've learned that this year we need to be realistic and that our performance fluctuates a lot circuit to circuit. So I think we're, I, I'm hoping we can see another Monza in Singapore, but also being realistic. All right, being realistic. Yeah, I think it's fair that he ended off by saying being realistic because the Monza factor is an uh, addition for Ferrari to do mm. well. It is their mm-hmm. home race. And I think there were some iconic pictures of Sainz finishing on the podium and then celebrating with the Tifosi. Good news for Sainz is he finished P3 in Singapore last year as yep. well. So yep. maybe he can aim for a top three finish. And I know I mentioned earlier about Ferrari floundering, but if they can string together a couple of good results in Singapore, then Japan, then perhaps they have a strong finish to the season. Okay, I know you've been uh, waiting for this. Uh, what about the 
current world champion. Meh. What does he have to say? We saw him yesterday. He smiled at you. Mm. Uh, I'm doing fine, thank you. Were his words? And I'm like, oh, that's very unmaxed. He he looked relaxed though. He did, although he doesn't sound relaxed here. I I think we just um, are not as competitive as other tracks. I think the street circuits are a little bit tougher for our car. Um, I still think that we can do a good job, but it will be uh, yeah very tight. Mind games for me. Mind oh. games. You win 10 races in a row, you're gunning for 11th. You've had a clean... Red Bull have had a clean sweep of all the race wins thus far this season. Surely you can't be managing expectations by saying, oh, it's a street track, therefore the Red Bull is not ready. I think I think it's a slay of hand. I think Red Bull are going to come out strong. And I, 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 I don't necessarily want Max to win this weekend, but that's because I support a different driver. But I suspect Red Bull are still going to be as dominant as they've been all season long. This is the Dutch style, you know, I think. Mm, mm, you know, they mm. like play cool, calm, a bit of mind games. You think it's mind games? Maybe it's not mind games. I agree. Not sure. Uh, but hey, I, I, I'm still hoping that you get to meet this guy. Uh, you mentioned this yesterday because you missed out on meeting Sebastian Vettel all those years ago. Uh, and now uh, a guy who's um, going to ride into the sunset as far as F1 career is concerned, Fernando Alonso. Haven't seen him yet. Haven't seen him yet, but hopefully we will. And he's just a good-looking look, man to look at to start with. Yeah. But such a such a stalwart of the sport and one of those yesteryear heroes. And like you say, he's won here twice before. He won the very first Singapore Grand Prix exactly. in, in a, 2008. In a, in, a, in a Ferrari, yes, if I'm not yes. wrong. I think things have changed. But it'll be interesting to see. It is Fernando Alonso, who's a master of his craft. Here's what he had to say. You to see the checkered flag first. It's a very demanding race. Um... Uh, everything runs a little bit hotter than normal. Um, the walls are very close, as, as all the street circuits. And uh, yeah, you need to have that confidence in the car that uh, you need to, to have as well in Monaco and, and Baku. So let's see if we can build that confidence from um, the free practice and, uh, and get a good race. Well, we'll find out tonight when the free practice starts. And then, of course, uh, it's all about the qualifiers, as usual. Yeah, exactly. It's all about tuning the cars up. I, I, I think the, the paddock, appreciates this happening on European clock because then Friday goes into the evening time and then I can't wait for qualifying. I'm really excited (sighs) because I've always said this, I think Saturday is more exciting than Sunday for any given race, but especially so in Singapore. I've never raced out of the office as fast as I am going to right now after this. So we will see you at the Singapore Grand Prix. And on Monday when we return, we answer the question, I mean, we'll review the race, but we answer the question, is Formula One getting boring? Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.